Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Echo Youth Podcast. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. It's 2020. We made it. The new year. We did make it. Man, was it an adventure. (laughs) It was. It was. There was a lot of of downs, a lot of bad stuff happening in 2020, but for those of us that have been uh, seeking... Christ through it all and praying through it all and doing all this kind of stuff. I think there were also some good things that happened. And so yeah, for there's, sure. there's reason to be grateful, reason to mourn, all that kind of stuff. But anyways, it's behind us. Moral of the story is we made it. Either we grew from it during or we can grow from it now. And uh, and now, we, now, now we're moving on. See what's happening this year. And sure. I'm excited to see what that is for our youth group, Echo Youth, yep. for our church, South Coast Christian, and for our communities and our country and our world um, and the kingdom of heaven. See what happens. <laughs> That's a Texas-sized 10-4. Uh, so we've been we've been rocking out to uh, some like s- smaller, or not smaller, some sh- uh, shorter episodes. I think that's been working pretty great. And so we're going to try and streamline and keep doing that. Yeah. Um, so... As you know from last week, if you listened, I know that the holidays were crazy. It was a holiday time, so yeah. So if you didn't listen last week, we started a new, we started a book instead of a reading, like a reading plan on the Bible app. Yeah. So if you want to, the episode was short. You could pause right now, go back to the other one, catch up with us. Um, But the book we're reading is called The Catalyst Leader by Brad Lominick, and you can, uh, Find that on Amazon and buy it if you'd like. If you got an Amazon gift card, I believe it's can't be that much. Know. Probably probably under twenty bucks. Yeah, I'd assume something like that. Most so, books are like that. Uh, so yeah, buy it and uh, it will be super worth your time. Super good. Um, okay, so we're gonna get started. So last week the we they talked about the chapter one was about being called and finding kind of where our calling might be. And so if you're wondering, man, what am I called to? How can I find that? How do I start looking for the signs of what God's calling me to? If that's you, then go back to last week and listen. And then this week, uh, we're talking about um, how import- the importance of authenticity and how to be an authentic leader. Yep. And uh, I think this is a big deal. And so uh, each and every one of us are leaders, whether we like it or not. Uh, maybe we're not... Um, by personality traits leaders. Um, what I mean by that is some some people are natural born leaders and some people are, are mm-hmm. a little better at following and they like that, which is fine. But yeah. in everybody's life, you're leading somebody, um, whether that just be people who are younger than you and look mm-hmm. up to you, whether that be one day uh, your kids or your family or your little siblings or whatever it might be, each and every one of us leads somebody. Mm-hmm. And we also follow somebody. Yep. And so uh, I think this is good for everybody. So the catalyst leader, authentic. And the subtitle says, unleash the real you. And so I've highlighted some things in this chapter 
And so if you're reading along with us, um, you can kind of look through and see where you're highlighting. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go through and talk about a couple of quotes or things that I read that I thought were really good. And then Ben's going to um, just ask us a question or two. And then we'll get into our draft, um, which should be fun today. Let's go. Um, so, okay. So the first thing is there's this, there's this quote right off the bat that says, um, be yourself. Authenticity trumps cool every time. Every time. And that's a quote by Craig Groeschel, who's the, the, actually the person who created, created the, the Bible, Bible app. app. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, be yourself. Authenticity trumps cool every time. I think this is important for leaders and just people in general, mm-hmm. especially um, young people, our youth uh, going to high school and junior high and all this kind of stuff, trying to figure out where they fit in. Um, you don't always have to fit in. Maybe you could. This is like a thought I've been having recently is when I was in school, I was always trying to find the group to fit in with. Mm-hmm. Where can I where can I slide in? Where can I fit in? How do I be what they want me to be? And maybe we need some more folks out there who are wondering um, or not even wondering, just going to do their own thing. And then by default, create your own group and people start following you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, here's another one. A great lesson about leadership. I'm best when I'm being me. Every leader faces a temptation to project a persona rather than be themselves. They think that in order to maintain the confidence of their team, they must appear faultless, flawless, and ever wise. Yet most organizations need an authentic leader, not a perfect one. I think that's really, yeah, really that's good. That's super good. Um, Daniel Pink uh, wrote, perhaps the ultimate freedom is f- the freedom to be one's self. Um, I think that's really good too. I think as you guys are listening, you're probably agreeing with um, the notion that was brought up in this chapter is that Young adults, uh, millennials and below, you know, Gen X, no, Gen Z, Z not X. Sorry, Z. sorry. Gen X is older. Sorry, old folks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're they're the generation between the boomers and the millennials. Let's go. Uh, but anyway, so Gen Z, millennials, and whatever the next generation coming up is. Uh, basically, what, what this chapter is talking about is that you guys and us, we care a lot more about authenticity than really anything else Mm -hmm. um i don't necessarily care about how you say something or how much you've done in life or whatever if i don't know if i don't feel like i can get to the real you if that makes sense yeah that does um i don't care how much you compliment me if i don't feel like you actually mean it it's so there's like i'd rather have a person who compliments me once a year and means it with their whole heart than the a person who compliments me a thousand times a year. And it, and I, and I don't know if it's authentic. It's not a thought. Or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, let's see. Uh, I'm tr- reading through some more stuff. It talks about the digital age, making it easy to be inauthentic. We've talked about this a lot in our youth group mm-hmm. in church. And I, I'm sure you guys have heard if you're joining us from another church or another youth group, You've heard the idea that social media makes it really hard for you to be yourself. And I think I think actually the movement towards like more active on the story format than like the actual post format is mm-hmm. actually helping this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because I think when Instagram and everything else was just strictly about posts, you your goal was to create the perfect post. You like 
you, you took a perfect picture. And edited you put, it for hours. Yeah, you edit it. You put a perfect filter on it. You post. You start to post it. You think for way too long about what the perfect caption would be. Mm-hmm. And then you think about how is this going to mix with the aesthetic of my page. Yep. Right? Yep. And how does this make people think that I'm successful and I'm doing the right things and I'm all this, right? And you put all this effort into this post and then boom, you post it and everyone that sees it thinks your life is something that it's really not because we all have um, bad days. We all have bad moments and mm-hmm. and uh, and life isn't all about the victories. And so uh, I think actually the move to... I noticed that a lot more people are way more active on stories than they are on just straight up posts anymore. But I think that's good because we're starting to capture like just everyday moments. We're starting to capture the unfiltered moments in our lives Mm -hmm. where we're just being goofy and being ourselves. And I think that's really cool. And I think that's probably why they did it is because our generation longs for authenticity. Yeah. Um, Christine Kane, who is um, a speaker uh evangelist kind of hillsong person uh pastor her name i already said it is christine kane but she says there's beauty in imperfection when something becomes too polished it loses its soul authenticity trumps professionalism yep when something becomes too polished, it loses its soul. This is something that a couple of examples I have. We used um, we oh, when when the pandemic started kicked off and we were doing Echo Live. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how we wanted Echo Live to look, and uh, and there was actually an intentionality of making it look a little bit imperfect. And sure. uh, like we didn't want to try too hard to make it perfect because it's youth group. Youth group's not supposed to be smooth transitions, perfect, all the time. and perfect. it would seem inauthentic if it was like completely perfect. And so when I would mess up a transition or forget the words when we're leading worship, or if I stumbled over my words preaching, I would call it out and make fun of it. And like yeah. there was this purposefulness to our like imperfection because it's. I think it helped portray a little bit of authenticity. Uh, the other example I have is like in singing. Um, or musicianship. Uh, when you're learning to sing, if you have a good vocal coach, they're not trying to make you perfect. Uh, they're really just trying to get you to know your own voice. You don't need to sing like anybody else. You got to sing like yourself. Yeah. And be okay with some flaws, because mm-hmm. a, a like a a a flaw sometimes like like a like a an imperfect note, if it's sung with a lot of emotion, sometimes is is perfectly okay. Cool, yeah, yeah. And it sounds great. So that that's kind of the the idea that they're portraying here that that even a mistake, if it's authentic, is sometimes better than an inauthentic win, and uh, and that's something that we can kind of learn from in our lives. Um, Oh, here's here's a statistic. It says today, authenticity is not just expected; it's required. Forty percent of respondents in our research said authenticity is one of the most important leadership traits of the next decade, and forty-seven percent said they first look for authenticity in a potential boss. Jeez, wild. Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty crazy. So then they let me skip. Towards the end, they they kind of give like a, a, a 
some practices, and this will be my last part. This they give some practices that we can um, start to use mm-hmm. uh, to kind of foster authenticity. And so here's here's the list. It says practice self awareness. That's a big one. Yeah, this is something that we preach all the time on the podcast at, at, at Echo Youth mm-hmm. at the church. Is be yourself and practice self awareness. What am I doing? Why did I do that? How did, even if you don't think you did the wrong thing, like in a in confrontation or just in or in a good moment, yeah. Uh, still check yourself and see did did I have the right heart? How did I go approach mm-hmm. this? How did I say it? Could I have done it better? Self awareness is good. How do people view me? That's a huge one that I used to yeah. struggle with. How do people view me? There's so many people I know people I'm close with, people I'm not close with or whatever. So many people I know that have no clue how people view them. Absolutely no clue. <laughs> and it's and it's it's kind of like baffling to me and 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 it scares me a little bit cuz yeah. then I think to myself maybe I'm I'm maybe I'm of one person, of them yeah, yeah. that has no clue how people view me. And so um and I think it's a struggle uh for a lot of us and so we need to start like being the way that you fix that is you be vulnerable, you be you be transparent. And you have real conversations with people mm-hmm. um, where they can be, and you could create a space where your friends and your family can be honest with you about how you're coming across. And because if, if, if you don't like ever have those like deep, meaningful relationships, you can never figure out how people view you. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So practice self-awareness. It's a big one. Um, question yourself. That's a big one. Kind of goes along with that. Why did I do what I do? did why did i do what i did you know uh move from self-promotion to storytelling um this is this is really good really 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 good and this is something i i can struggle with sometimes instead of telling you why i'm awesome or whatever i don't need to you don't need to do that if you tell a good story yeah that's good if you invite people into your life and tell a story and this is this is what's happened in my life or this is what happened in my friend's life or this is what happened here. You could tell these stories and it, and it builds like credibility mm-hmm. um, and it's authentic instead of telling people I'm awesome. Look I'm, what I did. I deserve to do this. Just tell stories. You know what I mean? Uh, reser- re- resist the urge to create a digital alter ego. That's a big one. This is a big one. It goes with what you were just saying about social media. Yeah, there's a lot of people who they create maybe one that's on their main page, but there's, there's like this big thing, you know, where people create burner accounts or like secret yep. accounts where they go and meme on people or whatever. That's unhealthy. Be authentic. Be yourself. Okay. And if you don't like yourself, if you don't think you can post what you're actually thinking, then work on yourself. It's like yeah. this cycle, right? I do that oftentimes where I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have a burner account so I could just roast people on Twitter. You know? <laughs> well, it's like, okay, well I got to be myself. And if I don't, if if I don't think myself is acceptable, then I all of a sudden need to like start reassessing how I'm doing things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, learn to laugh at yourself. This is one that I've all of a sudden gotten really good at because I'm a goof all the time. (laughs) I do the weirdest things. I'm clumsy all of a sudden. And maybe I've been like this my whole life, but I, just when, never I was, noticed. when I was younger, I was just kind of, I was kind of like full of myself, I guess. And I just refused to notice, but I do the weirdest things all the time. And so, and you just got to be okay with it. You got to know what you're, it's like we, we do this, uh, um, so I'm, I'm a, 
by trade, I'm a, I'm a worship leader, I'm a preacher, and, and I love leadership and I love coaching and things like that. Yep. So, and, and this bleeds into every aspect of my life and the guys make fun of me because we play Call of Duty and like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay at Call of Duty, but most of the time I'm just telling everybody what to do. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like telling them where people are at and I'm trying to be super helpful. And sometimes it just takes too long and it's too much. And <laughs> occasionally. And, uh, yeah, and Brett, we, he, he already killed me, bro. You, you're good. Yeah, he's yeah. still tell him. Hey, so he's, and I'm like really, really specific. Cause I want to give, you know, direct, um, instructions right uh, we went paintballing this last weekend and, and it was kind of the same it actually worked out great but it's kind of the same we had this format where our friends their personalities came out right our friends uh some of our friends would run up um and just run super hard and push and no no fear and just run just through. go for it yeah some of them would be kind of kind of the field generals and be communicating to everybody and then i i find myself oftentimes kind of running back and forth to both sides and then just screaming out orders and calling people out and telling them where they're <laughs> at. And that, and it's, it's just kind of funny how, um, sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's really not. And I got to be okay with that and laugh at it a little bit that I, I try to coach everybody up even when they don't want to be coached up. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. There's been moments like we're with Danielle and I, where she's like, Hey dude, I don't need you to fix my problems. Can you just listen? You know? And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yes, I can. Listen. Oh, my so, Yeah. So learning to laugh at yourself is funny at first, but it, it, it helps with the self-awareness as well, where you can learn a little bit about yourself and, and walk through that. Um, build a support network. This is really yeah, big. Yeah, that's a big one. Build a, build a circle. And these are people, um, and this is what I'll say um, over and over and over again. If you are trying to pursue Jesus and be more like him, your inner circle cannot be filled with non-Christian people. Yeah, You could be friends with non-Christian people, you can have have deep, meaningful relationships with non-Christian people, but your inner circle, your t- your closest, your tightest friends, should be Christ followers. Why? Because 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 your the people who you hang out with is is what you're going to be acting like and how you're going to be influenced and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. get a a kind of core system of people around you that believe the same things you believe in, or or maybe even they believe better than you believe, and you want to be up to par with with that. And so. Um, th- that's something that happened in my life in 2020 as well is I I've had a strengthened core group and it's been very helpful for life. And, uh, and it helped, I think all of us that have found that for sure, um, <laughs> get through 2020. And I noticed it even with, um, a lot of people in the youth group too, they're starting to be friend groups that formed cause like we just needed to survive, right? There's a really cool, uh, group of girls in the youth group now that they're all, all of a sudden picked up skateboarding and they bring their skateboards to youth every week and, yeah. and they're like, you know, uh, talking about it and hanging out and it's like their common thing now. And, and, uh, awesome groups of guys, you know, playing video games or sports or, or figuring out what to, uh, or board game nights or whatever. And I, I just think it's cool. There's also a group of kids, junior hires that all live in the same neighborhood and they all come to youth together and they started a Bible study together. Yep. There's certain things like that that are really, really cool. We need to cue into or tune into and build a support network. And the last one is be interested over interesting. That's a super yeah, big one. Cool. So be more interested in being interested. And what I mean by that is like, I want to be interested in Ben. I want to be interested yeah. in what's going on in your life. I want to be interested in what's going on. I want to ask questions. Yeah. 
right? I want to be, it's more important to me to be interested instead of being interesting. I don't need to be interesting if I'm interested. I know that's kind of a confusing thing. Interesting is me trying to be cool. Yeah. Me trying to be the most interesting man in the world, right? That's that Dos Equis commercial. <laughs> Dos Equis. Um, I don't need to be the most interesting man in the world. What will help me in life is if I'm the most interested person yeah, in the world. that's good. Uh, I can't remember where I was reading it, but it, it talked about um, something, and I'm probably butchering this, but it, but it, your intelligence directly correlates to the amount of curiosity you have in your life. Hmm. And Because if you stop wondering, and if you stop asking questions, and if you stop being interested, you think you've made it. Yeah. So like the most, the most intelligent, the most successful people in the world ask questions. They're super interested and they truly believe that they have a lot to learn. Yeah. If you stop being interested and you start thinking you're the most interesting person, you've just capped yourself and you've plateaued and people are going to start coming back. Right. Because once you decide that you're the one who's interesting now, like you're the one that everyone's learning from, I guess, or, 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 and so you're the bar that's set and everyone's going to go past that. And so don't sell yourself, yourself short. Don't think you're more interesting than you are. (laughs) No, (laughs) like no shade thrown. Kind of savage, but at the same time, but yeah, just be interested in other people's lives and, and, and they'll be interested in yours too. Um, Let's see. Let's Scoping see. through. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything real quick. Last, I think the last one it says that I want to bring up. Tough conversations will lead to deeper intimacy and trust, and they will help you embrace your true self. I think that's good, too. Tough conversations. Sometimes are, they need to happen. I mean, They're frustrating. They're scary. You get butterflies in your stomach before you have to have them, yeah. and they're super uncomfortable. But if you have them, you often get closer with the person that you that you had them with. And so I think they're, they're important for life leadership, just everything in between. So that checks out Ben. If you got a question, we'll yeah. just do that real quick. Cause we, uh, I, I spent a lot of that time just kind of going over the book, but hey, it was good it was okay. though. All right. So question for you would be it based off something you said in the beginning. Um, why is it so important to chase authenticity rather than perfection? Yeah, I think um I think it's just the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. So if I try to reach I can reach authenticity. Yeah. Like right now. <laughs> mhm. I can't reach perfection. I just not, I never will. And so I think the base level of it is like set goals for yourself that are actually manageable. Like I can't ever be perfect, so why would I try to be perfect? Yeah. But I can be authentic right now, like starting like this second. <laughs> yeah, as I'm talking. Yeah. yeah, so I can be successful in that. And if I start off with being successful in authenticity, uh, then I, I, I breed this culture of success in my life, then I'll be successful in everything else too because I'm just mm-hmm. being authentic. I'm being who I am. I can't help but be successful in what I'm doing if I'm being my true self, if that makes sense. And not yeah, to that say that sense. you, not to say that you just accept who you are in the moment and say like, that's, that's how I am. This is just me. You know, I, mm-hmm. I do this a lot. No, it's like be authentic, but then, but then in your authenticity, work on yourself and figure it out and figure out how to be better and figure out how to be more like Jesus. But no, yeah. no, everyone can see through that stuff. I almost said, 
I almost say crap, but I well, you said so. it anyway. Oh, so. <laughs> uh, but everyone can see through that. It's like if you have someone who's like trying to be perfect, it gets old so quick. You're like, yeah. you're like, okay. And most well, people, even for the person doing it, yeah, <laughs> it's tiring. The thing, the thing though, if you think about it, like most of the time, if you're the one who's trying to be perfect, the people around you won't even tell you. They'll just start distancing. Distancing, themselves. yeah. Because it's not like they're like most people are not comfortable with being like, hey. You're trying to be perfect, and you shouldn't do that. It's, like, super obnoxious or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're just going to distance themselves. They're just going to let you do you. And all of a sudden, you wonder why no, but you don't have any deep and meaningful relationships. Why? Because you didn't take a moment to think about being authentic with anybody. Yeah. And uh, and so don't tell tall tales. Don't, don't try and impress everybody and tell them stories of how cool and great you are. And this is something I need to work on, too. Just be yourself. When you're telling a story... Like, tell it just how it was. And if yeah. it's not a good story because it was kind of boring, that's okay. Uh, create new memories. Create new stories. Live life. Have fun. Um, but, yeah, I think I think authenticity is way more important than perfection because yeah. uh, you ain't going to be perfect. That checks out, love. A final thought from my point of view. Would okay, also fine. <laughs> don't yell at me one more time would just be um to always keep in mind where you get your authenticity which is your identity in christ i think it's very important to stay rooted in that in your relationship with jesus first and then as long as you're pursuing that authenticity will come yeah i think a lot easier than if obviously you try and do it yourself yeah it's humbling hanging out with jesus for sure dude because he's you literally get bm because he's perfect and he doesn't do anything wrong and everything, all of his tendencies and the way that he does things, it, it, it's counterculture and it's, it's the opposite of what I often think I should do. And yeah. so the more I hang out with Jesus, the more I realize, man, I'm not perfect. I'm nothing close to it. But you know what? If he can love me the way that I am, other people can too. And, uh, and so that's how you got to live your life. Be authentic. Yeah. And it's just like, People long for that because because they know that Jesus was the only person who was ever perfect, right? You think about like I'm trying to think in like different terms. What, what's the what's the in thing right now? It, it's a perfect example of gen, our generation. Mm-hmm. The in like the in aesthetic is rustic right now. It's old. It's nostalgic. Yeah. Why? Because they want things that are imperfect. They don't want things to be cookie cutter and perfect, and every, every line is perfect. They want things to be kind of wrestled down and, and like it's like it's like the hipster look where they'll kind of run down their shoes on purpose or like yeah. you see like an electric guitar like a brand new perfect looking electric guitar is not as cool as like an old like beat up like scratched, beat up, one, scratched yeah. up one that sounds amazing right or you see these old like uh you know amps that like have have tears in them and, and yeah, the mesh like, is coming oh, off they're so cool yeah or like i just i just got a uh a bomber jacket from the eighties. Um, and it's like my favorite jacket. Why? Cause it's authentic. It's cool. It's like from back then. So, so don't try to be perfect because oftentimes people don't want perfect. They want authentic. Yeah. Um, they want to know who you are. Um, and the reason, the reason that this happens is because it's trust. People know you can't be perfect. So if you try to be perfect, you're not being, you're not being truthful. Yeah. You're not being trustworthy. That's good. If you push for authenticity and you are who you are and you, and you let people into that and you're vulnerable and, and people can like, can see who you are, then, uh, then that helps too. We, I talked about this with a friend when, when it, when it came to like voting, voting for president, voting for local government or whatever, mm-hmm. I will, 
I will vote 10 times out of 10 for the person that I think I know better. Yeah. Even even if even if they don't necessarily hold all the same views that I have, mm-hmm. if I feel like I know who they are, I'll vote for them. Why? Because I don't I the the whole like behind the scenes like sketchy like what what's going on what what's going on behind the scenes what's what's happening is there some sketchy stuff is there some some like conspiracy things going on behind the scenes with with different governments or whatever all that kind of stuff freaks me out so if I if I feel like I know I have a good grip of who this person is I'll vote for them yeah and that's so you, and that's a perfect example oftentimes you don't have to agree with the person if they're authentic you like them more than the perfect yeah the even if person is trying to look perfect so authenticity is huge ladies and gentlemen yes it is so recapping go back to last week check out how to find your calling and and uh how to kind of go in that direction and seek God's approval in that. And then, uh, be authentic. Okay. Yep. And if you're authentic, you'll be an amazing leader. I promise. Just be who you are. Uh, cool. And then we are moving on, right? Yeah, it's drafty boy time. Okay. So we did some reconnaissance. Yes, we did. Since the holidays, since the holidays, we had a, like three drafts that we didn't account for. Yes. So we split them right down the middle. Yeah, we did exactly. Actually. There's three drafts, and we split them down the middle. Yeah, we had. Guess how that worked? I out. took one, Ben took the other, and for the first time ever on the Echo Youth Podcast, a we had a perfect fifty-fifty tie, fifty-fifty tie in the polls. In the polls, so so uh, final yeah. score right now is Brett twenty-six, <laughs> bless you, me twenty-one, one tie each, one tie, so. We had a couple of drafts that were fun. I think we did Christmas songs. I think we did Christmas songs, movies, movies, and I think we um, we did recasted the the, uh, the younger the junior l- leaders. leaders, juniors. Uh, so if you were wondering what that draft was about, um, we were memeing on the kids, not really their fellow leaders, but yeah, we were uh, taking leaders from our youth group and casting them in movies. So now we're going to do some more broad, general ones for those of you that are listening from out of state out or. Of the group. Um, I haven't even checked on any of that recently because I remember when we first started the podcast, we had some listeners in Australia and like Ireland like, yeah, it was something and crazy. different things like that. And so we want to kind of keep the things broad. So what we're going to do for this draft, uh, something that we can all relate to guys, girls, um, old, young, American citizens, non U S citizens, everybody in the world, aliens too. Uh, that might make an appearance here, buddy. <laughs> Uh, we are going to do a 2020 recap. And so yep. not to be depressing or anything, because there's a lot of funny and good things that happened in 2020, but also, also a lot of uh, sad and kind of, so we're going to draft the most moments. memorable things that happened in 2020. Yep. Have to good like, have to grieve, have to laugh about it. And then fully to just leave it behind and go into 2021. Yep. So start the new year off fresh start. So we have a list of things. Ben, why don't you read off the list? These are a thing. So we're doing the draft a little bit different. We didn't create our own separate, separate lists. We created one big list, and we're going to draft from this list. Um, All right. our top six each. I'll start riddling some off here. So first, the most notable because it's still going and it's 2021 is COVID nineteen first kind of started. COVID nineteen. So that's number one. We got The Last Dance, which was the Michael Jordan documentary that came out in 2020. Uh, the 2020 Super Bowl, 
the NBA finals in the bubble, how that looked. Uh, we have the election on here, presidential election. Yeah. Um, church got shut down and was outside for a while. And church was online, two different ones there. Yep. That was crazy. Uh, we had, this one's a an Echo Youth kind of exclusive or AG churches, but we had youth convention. Yeah, youth convention. We, <laughs> we had the murder hornets make an appearance. Murder that hornets. That never really hit the United States, I don't think. I think it they were like up Japan in the Northwest. They they hit Washington, I think, but they didn't really and spread nothing, as nothing, much as yeah, people was crazy. Thought. But that happened. Then we get to the somber ones. Um, rest in peace, Kobe. We lost we lost a legend there. Then uh, another one we lost Chadwick Boseman or Bossman, who played Black Panther. Yeah, very sad. Um, going back to kind of funny, Kanye ran for president. And got a lot so, of votes. Oh, yeah. I think he secretly won. <laughs> and nobody wants to say anything. <laughs> like, that, that's yeah, why there was a theory that that's why Nevada took so long to turn in their votes because yeah, they didn't like, want to hey, tell yo, the whole Kanye country won. that they voted for Kanye. Yeah, yeah, that would be gangster. Okay. Um, after that, we had the, the great toilet paper shortage in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, TikTok almost got banned in the United States. Yeah. Um, we had the very beginning, we had Tiger King. Tiger King. Right in the beginning. Even if you didn't watch Tiger King. Also, if you uh, haven't watched Tiger King, don't go watch it unless <laughs> yeah, you have parent permission. But it's a little intense. But it's it's it just took also the world super by storm. hilarious. Yeah. Then after that, uh, Macaulay Culkin turned 40. Read the spelling of that on there. It's comedy. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah, he turned 40, which is actually wild. Yeah, the kid from Home Alone. Home turned Alone 40 turned 40, 40 year. years old. Um, Tesla unveiled the Cybertruck. That was a big meme for a while. Then going into some some worship music, um, Elevation released Graves into Gardens, that album this year, which yes. was literally every song's a banger on that album. And then straight up in January, we had World War Three memes. Yeah, we almost started because we World almost War started World War Three. Um, there's been random monoliths showing up around the world. That's one of um. <laughs> More recent times. Um, Elon Musk's baby name that apparently is translated to Kyle. Yeah, well, so he, I think he... It's like some math equation. Yeah, he translated to, it's like X, Ash, 13 or something like that. Or yeah, 12. Whatever, 12, or whatever it is. But I read something somewhere that if you take the letters that is made up of it, it's like Kai... Uh, Oh, uh, somehow. And then the last, and then the twelfth letter of the alphabet, I think, is L. Okay. A B C D E F G H I J K L. Yeah, it is. So then, so then it spells like Kyle. All right. Well, <laughs> so that was a meme. It's kind of funny. And then, um, the rise of Among Us. That game that was, was fun for. Still fun, but that game was big for a really long time. Yeah. And then, um. Not God, COD. Yeah, COD. It <laughs> auto-corrected the last one. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Um, rise of the new Call of Duty kind of era with um, Modern Warfare started that. Yeah, because Call, Call of Duty it. had kind of died right before all, all these this. futuristic ones that everybody hated and they yep. kept making. And so now, now that we're back in better boys and girls. Now it's, now it's big again. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So that's the list we're drafting from. And we'll so probably go five to six, maybe seven. I don't know. We'll see. So this remember, this is the most memorable things from twenty twenty. So the biggest things to happen. Good, bad, sad, happy, funny, everything in between. The most memorable. Okay. Yep. 
So right. we're rock, gonna rock paper, paper skizzies, and then uh, we'll get to it. Hands for this. All right. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. Boom. Darn. Nailed it. All right, I got the first pick. So I'm picking right off the bat. COVID nine. <laughs> Literally everybody's gonna pick that. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen was by far the most memorable thing in 2020. Yeah, kids are gonna look back in the future. Like our kids are gonna read this in their history book of the great yes. pandemic of. The great pandemic of 2020. Yep. That's a dub. <clears throat> okay. Well, now that that's out of the way. Mm. Now's when it starts to get interesting. <laughs> yeah. After that, I mean, everything's, there's a few that are standouts to me. I have to have, I got to start somber. I got to go with Kobe's. Passing. Yeah, that's that's number two yeah. for sure. I wasn't gonna tell you obviously, but that was gonna be the pick. I, yeah, I had to lock that because I know you would. And man, that sucked. <laughs> Just that was bad. I was talking to somebody about it. I, I wasn't even a big uh, Kobe fan. I yeah, I don't I, even like, track basketball that much. I didn't even like how he played that much when he played. Like he was amazing scorer, and, but he, you know, he's. I felt you know, moments he's kind of selfish and didn't pass the ball a lot or whatever. I was never a really big fan of his. Yeah. But he was one, of, I, I was talking about it with my brother-in-law, Jared. And when it comes to like sports and things like that, like there's not a lot of like legends of the game that have like tragically passed away. Like Michael Jordan's still alive. Yeah. LeBron's still alive. Obviously, you know, you have, um, Larry Bird, he's still alive. Even going back, way back in the day, you know, you have Kareem, he's still alive. You have um, all these old school uh, basketball players that are all still alive. And, and then, you know, football and everything, Joe Montana, you know, he's still alive. All these guys. And yeah. so I think, I think like, subconsciously we just felt like Kobe was, like, immortal almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, I know it's kind of yeah. – I'm not being serious, so don't strike me down for heresy or whatever. Yeah, but, but it just—I mean—you just never think it's gonna happen. You never, you never thought Kobe would die in in a way like that, and so yeah, it's just kind of shocking. And I think everyone was kind of like feeling it, and so uh, that was intense. I mean, even if you weren't a basketball fan, every person on the planet has thrown a piece of paper and yelled Kobe. No, exactly. It's yeah, it's crazy. Kobe. His the amount of pull he had just on the world is wild. Yeah, so, no, that's a great pick. That's a, that, that would be the one I would have picked if you did. So. All right, you're up. All right. I'm going to pick uh, Among Us. Okay. So this game was not created in 2020. Even if you think it was, yeah, it was created no, it years ago, and but all of a it sudden, because famous. everybody got bored at home, um, everybody started playing Among Us, and it got really famous this year. And there's so many funny Among Us memes uh, about the imposter or whatever. And so I'm, that's my sec, that's my second pick. Among Us it was one of the most yeah. memorable things of 2020. It honestly was. That was a uh, for our young adult group. Uh, at South Coast, we we just hung out and played Among Us one night. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, take that one off the list. Let's go. I'm gonna go with church outside. Church outside. Actually, 
because I I've been a <laughs> I've been alive twenty years and I've never had experienced anything like that. And I know people plenty older than me that haven't experienced that either. Yeah. And well, like a normal church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, nor other day, than like a like sunrise t- service. Yeah. But like, we had or like tent revivals. Tent revivals. Yeah. But like being forced to where you actually couldn't go in the building, it was wild. Yeah, it was weird. So church outside we had a we had a we had to pivot a little bit it was actually a good time though it was, yeah, it fun. was fun it was a the ton team, of fun team did really well at our church and they, they were making it work making it happen uh it was really great and so um yeah, that one's on the up and up i have no complaints about it to be honest that was fun uh, no it was a good time circumstance of having it wasn't fun i'm sorry for people affected but yeah it was, the outcome wasn't bad yeah all good things in that time period i guess of being yep, able to sheesh. do church outside because yep. we got to do it and it was during the summertime it wasn't too crazy we had one week where it was like it was, 90 degrees but other that, than that week was a little rough other than that it was fine um okay my next pick i saw it and i was hoping you were gonna pick it because i should have picked it second overall but i'm gonna pick the great toilet paper shortage of yeah, 2020 that's a huge one no tp <laughs> yeah <laughs> So all of a sudden, uh, apparently everybody thought they were just going to be going to the bathroom all the time. Yeah, or they did. All of a sudden, <laughs> or maybe hit and everyone started pooping way more. And I mean, sorry, maybe sorry everyone's for the at crudeness, home. But this is a youth podcast, so yeah, sometimes you got to throw it out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. And it, it was like a couple weeks ago too when the lockdown happened again. When, yeah, it happened again almost. Yeah, when Newsom was like, "Hey, we're locking down again." I went to the store and boom, toilet paper gone. gone. It's like, why is it always the toilet paper? <laughs> no paper towels. They're fine. Toilet paper. It's like if we just keep buying toilet paper how we normally buy toilet paper, everyone will have toilet paper. Yeah, and it's like it this be crazy a concept, but all of a sudden we have to just hoard all the toilet paper. Yeah, I, I remember all the memes of people rolling up with like 10 carts full, and you're like, dude, you just spent like $1,000 on yeah. that. But that was wild. Um, I'm going to go with TikTok almost being banned. Yeah, that was a big one. It was kind of funny. It was kind of a meme, but people were actually like distraught. <laughs> yeah, well, it was not fu- funny, but like ironic for us because we have uh, uh, dear friends of ours, Evan and Cassie, who uh, Evan kind of first became like super famous on TikTok. Yeah, he's still um, up there. He's still like the he's like he's the TikTok guy, basically. Yeah. And uh but his name's the card guy on there. And, uh, and then I guarantee you half the people who listen to this probably follow me. It's like 15 million followers. Yeah, 15 million kid. followers. And then, uh, his girlfriend, Cassie, she, she, uh, has been successful on there as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of ironic because they were talking about shutting down TikTok and like some of our, <laughs> that's like, some of our homies, some like, of our old hey. youth leaders that were are, like, that's like their like livelihood job. right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was kind of weird, but, um, yeah, TikTok, that was, that was a close call. Yep. We almost lost one, boys and girls. Um, what do I want to pick? What do I want to pick? I don't know, buddy. I'm going to pick because I'm a worship leader. I got to. Okay. And I put it on the list. I'm going to do Graves in the Gardens album coming out that was a big deal for me that was a big deal to me too that was an awesome album i mean i still listen to almost the whole album to this day all the time 
There was a lot of good songs on that. Uh, Graves in the Gardens, obviously. The Blessing. Yep. Um, uh, what's available is on that album. Available. My Testimony. Yep. Uh, Rattle. Rattle. Um, yep. What Would You Do? Yep. That's a good one. Um, There's another one, too, that I'm thinking of. Uh, Authority? On your yeah, I have the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. It's the other one the girl sings. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that album literally just slaps though. The whole album's super good. So yeah, there it is. Graves in the Gardens album came out. It was awesome. It was life changing. Awesome. Okay. Another now. album that came out. I oh, know yeah. you're not gonna pick it because it. Oh. Well, well you can if list, you wanted but. to. Um, but I believe the. Uh, God of Revival album came out as well during 2020. Oh, the Bethel album. Yeah, it did. And that For was sure a did. super good album. That was a really, really good one, too. You're right. Not, not, I don't think as good as Graves in the Gardens in yeah. terms of like every song being amazing. Yeah. But they had. They're still a solid like five or six. They had God of Revival that was super good. And they had uh, We Praise You that was mm-hmm. super, super good. And then others as well. But those are the two most memorable for me. Yeah. Anywho, just had to shout it out. Yeah, you got to give them a shout out when they deserve it. Let's go with. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Cybertruck. Cybertruck that was supposed to have indestructible windows and, and then th- broke and on the first rock <laughs> throw at it. <laughs> He's like, "Well, at least it didn't go through," which is true. Most, most yeah, it's windows just have gone straight through it, but it just yeah cracked it or broke it or yeah, cracked it. I guess you'd say not shattered, but Cybertruck. Yeah. And that thing just looks... I can't wait till they actually produce those things. It'd be weird seeing them on the road. Nah. Nah, it couldn't be me. <laughs> the Cybertruck. Okay. Uh, you want to go five or six? Because this is for five. Let's just do five. Because we're running... Yeah, we've been in, going into long. Our time. Okay, so we'll just do Hit five. It. Last pick. Here we go. Um, I will pick the most memorable thing... Of twenty twenty, gotta be murder hornets. Yep, that was huge. Just because it was funny, it was like, well, at, for a second, everyone was for a second, out. it was terrifying. <laughs> Those things look mean. Yeah, but then after you're like, bro, just add another thing to twenty twenty. Then it was funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben, your last pick. Okay, my last pick. I'm so stuck between two. He's stuck between the election. Uh, no. And Kanye running for president. That is one of them. <laughs> okay, so oh yeah, you have no more picks. I'll say what I'm stuck between. Yeah, I'm stuck between Kanye running for president for the absolute meme, but I, I'm also stuck between that and youth convention because that was yes. the last event we literally have so had. The last youth trip. Yeah, yeah. we've had since COVID. <sighs> I think I gotta go with the serious one. I'm gonna go with youth convention. Youth con. Let's go. I was hoping you did. Yeah, youth convention is one of my favorite trips ever. It's the most best, of the time. Man. Yeah, it's the best. Youth convention. We went literally in February of 2020. Right before. Right before. Like, and people were sick. I remember people were yeah, sick. Yeah, like, like there. Right before or or going there. So yeah. they probably all had COVID. Yeah, just didn't know. Rip. Um, but youth convention 2021. We're hoping it's going to kick off. It's supposed yeah. to be in April, so hopefully mm-hmm. we have some buffer time to get some vaccines out, get people more comfortable, yeah. and we'll have youth. We'll con. have it again. So, I think that's a good way to end it. 
Um, to recap, I got COVID-19, Among Us, No TP, Graves in the Gardens album, and Murder Hornets. And Ben has Kobe passed away, Church outside, TikTok almost got shut down, Cybertruck, <laughs> and Youth Convention. Let's go. So hopefully uh, you, hopefully 2020 wasn't all bad for you. If it was, man, this is a new year. Trust God and uh, believe that he's going to do some great things this year. And we're excited for this year and what it's going to hold and entail. Um, but yeah. And then if you haven't picked up the Catalyst Leader book um, yet, or if you, you can even, if you can't afford to buy it, that's fine. Go online you can go sparknotes.com hey and, and read that the, summary get the spark notes and follow along with us so uh yeah so we'll we'll catch you later we love you uh, we'll see you next week bye-bye now bye-bye uh, cue the outro